1: Richard Diamond,
2: Private
0: Detective,
3: Basil Rathbone and Nigel Bruce in the new adventures of Sherlock Holmes, Suspense, The Adventures of Sam Spade, Detective,
4: Dragnet, and now Gangbusters. Welcome to the Film Detective Podcast, where we bring you theater of the mind programming from the golden age of radio. I'm your host, Carl Amari. This time, it's a 1952 radio comedy episode of The Adventures of Ozzie and Harriet. Stick around. We'll be right back.
0: Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight.
5: Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary.
4: The Adventures of Ozzie and Harriet is one of the longest-running radio and television sitcoms in history, spanning 32 years on the air. Looking to supplement his earnings, As a Rutgers Law School graduate, Ozzie Nelson took up the baton as a bandleader in the 1930s, playing a circuit of hotel ballrooms, dance halls, and school proms. Record deals and radio were contributing factors to his career jump. It was through his profession that Ozzie met Harriet Hilliard, an Iowa beauty queen and vocalist. Harriet was booked for the floor show at the Hollywood restaurant where Nelson was seeking a vocalist for his band. According to Ozzy himself, the decision to hire her took only 30 seconds. The business proposition soon blossomed into a marriage proposal. Ozzy and Harriet performed for numerous radio programs in the late 1930s and early 1940s, By the mid-1940s, Red Skelton hired the couple to not only supplement musical numbers for his program, but also provide a comic interlude once a week. This eventually led to a radio program of their own, The Adventures of Ozzie and Harriet, beginning in 1944 for sponsor International Silver. Variety reviewed the program two days after the premiere as the surprise show of the season. At the start, The Nelson boys, David and Ricky, were played by professional actors, but by 1949, they began playing themselves. In 1952, about the same time the radio program was making the transition to television, Universal International theatrically released a motion picture, Here Come the Nelsons. This served as the pilot for the proposed television series. In this 1952 radio episode, ozzy receives five dollars too much change at the emporium and tries to return it without much success here's the adventures of ozzy and harriet starring ozzy nelson and harriet hilliard
7: hi everybody this is harriet nelson here's a word of advice to all mothers do you have trouble getting your boys to come to lunch on time well here's something that works great at our house david ricky first call for lunch (laughs)
5: We're having Heinz Cream of Tomato Soup.
7: Here Here we are, are, Mom. Mom. See what I mean?
3: You know it's good because it's Heinz. The H.J. Heinz Company, makers of 57 varieties of fine foods for over 80 years, present the amusing transcribed adventures of Ozzie and Harriet, starring the entire Nelson family, Ozzie, Harriet, David, and Ricky. Let's look in at the Nelson household and see what they have on tap for us this week. Hmm, I don't see Ozzie and Harriet any place, but there's David and Ricky. And David's stretched out on the floor taking it easy, and Ricky seems to be reading the funnies to him.
8: Then in the last box, the captain says, Unt now gives a good spanking for pulling the inspector's beard. And what is Rollo saying? Ha, ha, ha. Now read me Terry and the Pirates. Oh, come on, David. Read them yourself. Don't be so ungrateful. I used to read them to you, didn't I? Yeah, but that was before I could read. Besides, I have to make out my report. What report? We have a club meeting tonight. I'm the treasurer. Big deal. What do you need a treasurer for? You kids don't have any money. That's how much you know about it. How much you got in the treasury? We got plenty, boy. I'll bet. We got it hid in a swell place, too, boy. You'll never find it Who wants it? Where is it? (laughs) I'm not allowed to tell It's a club secret Okay, who wants to know anyway? It was my idea It's a neat one, too, boy
9: Oh, hiya, fellas
8: Hiya, Pop Hiya, Pop I might as well tell you Because you're going to find it out Pretty soon, anyway What's this? Well, I'm treasurer of our club Big deal
9: Oh, good for you
8: I'm the only treasurer, too
9: The only treasurer, how many presidents do you have? Eight (laughs) Eight presidents?
8: Sure, and six vice presidents, four secretaries, and two ghoulies
9: (laughs) What are ghoulies?
8: Well, it's a thing we made up When we got through with the election, there were two members that weren't elected to anything So we made up that they were ghoulies
9: (laughs) Oh, that sounds like a good idea Every member of the club's an officer, huh?
8: Yeah, but I'm the only treasurer
9: Well, that's quite an honor.
8: Thanks, Pop. I'd rather be a ghoulie. (laughs) I don't
9: know about that, David. Being treasurer of a club's a big responsibility.
6: Oh, Pop.
9: Yes, it is. Shows that the other members of Ricky's club have a great deal of respect for him. Means that they trust him and consider him better qualified than anybody else for the responsibility of the position.
8: And besides, nobody else wanted the job. (laughs) Hey, you fellas had better hurry up. Okay, Mom. Come on, money bags. Okay, David. Cut the shoving. So long. So long. Bye,
9: boys. Goodbye, boys.
7: What was the big discussion about?
9: Yeah, Rick was telling me about some club he's in. Seems they've elected him treasurer.
7: Oh, speaking of treasurer, I have to run downtown for a few things. Do you have any money?
9: Money? (laughs) Let's see.
7: Hmm. You took $10 yesterday. Did you spend all of it or don't you know?
9: Harriet, I don't like the implications of that remark. I may act like I'm careless with money and, and uh, look like I'm careless with money and, and some people may think I'm careless with money. Do you know why? Because you're
7: careless with money? No, because
9: I've always got it figured out in my head. I don't have to keep figuring and adding all the time. I know just how much money I've got in my pocket right now.
7: I believe you. I wasn't. No, no. Go
9: ahead. Ask me how much I've got in my pocket.
7: But I told you. Go I ahead. Ask me. How much money have you got in your pocket right now?
9: Thought you'd catch me, didn't you? Just <laughs> a second. I'll figure it out. Three and, and five. That's, that's eight and uh, ten and twenty. Exactly thirty-eight cents.
7: <laughs> is that all you have? Thirty-eight cents.
9: Yeah. There it is. 20, 30, 35, 37. No, that's right, I weighed myself.
7: <laughs> 37 cents left out of $10. What'd you buy, an automobile?
9: No, it so happens I can explain every penny.
7: No, I was only kidding. No, no, no,
9: wait a minute, I'd rather. Let's see. First, I went to the garage and had the car filled up with gas. That was three and a half.
7: Six and a half to go.
9: Then I met Thorny. That cost me about a dollar and a half. Two cheese sandwiches, two chocolate malteds, two pieces of pie, and the check was under my plate. I think I was framed.
7: That's five. Uh,
9: Then I went down to the Emporium and and bought a shirt. They were on sale. That was three and a half. Uh, After that, I, I stopped in at the hardware store to get a padlock for the garage. Oh, I got a flashlight that shines red and green. That's something we need. Oh, desperately. (laughs) What would you
7: say? Nothing. Go ahead. Oh.
9: I also found a set of wrenches for the car and a box of magic crystals for the fireplace. They make the fire burn all different colors. It's quite an idea. All that came to about $4.
7: What about the padlock?
9: Well, I'll I'll pick that up next time. Then I stopped at the drugstore on the way home, and I bought some toothpaste and uh, a can of shoe polish. And some magazines, which uh, came to a little over two dollars. There, you figure it up.
7: I have. I've been writing it down. Altogether, you spent about fifteen dollars.
9: All right, <laughs> fifteen. No, no, you must have made a mistake. I only had ten dollars with me. Let's see.
7: Gasoline, three and a half. Thorny and the sandwiches, a dollar and a half.
9: Yeah, that's five.
7: Shirt at the emporium, three and a half. After that, temptation at the hardware store, four dollars. That's
9: twelve and a half
7: And two dollars and something at the drugstore, that makes it about fifteen Not bad for starting out with ten dollars You know, some clerk must have given you too much change
9: Say, that's it That's exactly what happened The girl at the Emporium gave me five dollars too much change when I bought the shirt How do you know? Well, I remember now I gave her a five dollar bill and she gave me change for a ten She was very busy and she was waiting on two or three customers at the same time Are you sure? I'm positive in fact, I remember looking at my wallet and thinking I had too much money at the time. How about that? Gave me change for a ten instead of a five.
7: Well, I'm going downtown now. Why don't you go with me and you can stop in and return the five dollars?
9: Uh, right now, you mean?
7: It'll save a trip later.
9: Well, okay. Y- only thing, though. No.
7: I know. It isn't easy. We just have to remember it isn't our money.
9: Yeah, yes, I, I realize that. It's just... Just what? Uh, Do you have
1: $5?
7: (laughs) I'm going to shop here at the Emporium and then go across the street. Do you want to wait for me?
9: No, no, that's okay. Why don't you go ahead and I'll see you at home later.
5: Okay, bye. Bye. So she says to me he's a swell guy, but he never wants to take me out. And I said, well, that's the trouble... Oh, just a second. Uh, what can I do for you, sir?
9: Oh, uh, uh, wasn't there another girl working at this counter yesterday?
5: Oh, yes, that's Ingrid Mahoney. She isn't here anymore.
9: Oh. Well, uh, uh, I bought a shirt here yesterday, and she made a mistake.
5: All adjustments are made on the third floor upstairs.
9: So she says to me, what would you uh, do? Oh, p- pardon me. Uh, yes? Well, uh, this uh, Miss Mahoney made a mistake in the change.
5: I'm sorry, but all adjustments are made on the third floor upstairs. So she says to me, What would you do if you were me? Here she's going steady with this fellow who won't take her out, and another fellow's dying to take her out. So what's she going to do?
9: Tell her to go upstairs.
5: (laughs) I beg your pardon?
9: Uh, All adjustments are made on the third floor.
6: How do you do, sir?
9: Oh, uh, how do you do? Uh, Is this the adjustment office? Uh, Yes,
6: it is. Won't you sit down?
9: No, thank you. Uh, Is there anything I can do for you? Uh, uh, My name is Nelson. Uh, I bought a shirt here yesterday, and the girl gave me the wrong change.
6: You're supposed to count your change before you leave the counter. There's a sign right there in black and white.
9: Well, uh, yes, I know, but it happens
6: I was in a hurry. We can't be responsible if you're in a hurry. No, 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 I only... Now, let's be cool and practical about this, sir. How do you know you didn't make a mistake? Well, I, I checked and double-checked. Perhaps you were confused. No, I wasn't confused. I don't get confused about things like that. Then why didn't you read the sign? We can't go making good every time somebody says he was short No, no, I wasn't
9: shortchanged. I got $5 too much.
6: You weren't confused. <laughs> you don't get confused. No. Do you know what you just said? What? You said the girl gave you five dollars too much. Well, that's right, she did. Uh, Now I'm confused. (laughs) You say you got five dollars too much. Yes, that's right. Then what's your complaint? I I want to return the five dollars. What's your racket, Bud? I haven't got any racket. I came in here to give you back the $5. A likely story. Mr. Nelson, do you think I believe for one moment that any human being with a mentality higher than an orangutan would return money to a department store? Now, look, I didn't come here to be called an orangutan. Here's your $5. Goodbye. Come back here. (laughs)
1: Come back here.
6: Don't you dare leave that $5 bill on my desk. But that's the $5 the girl
9: gave me. You can't leave it here. You can't. But I just told you it's your $5. I never admitted it. You haven't got any witnesses. Look, all I want to do is give you this money and go home. Now here's your $5.
6: Now look, Mr. Nelson, you, you can't do this to me. Do what to you? Mr. Nelson, you look like a reasonable man. Try to see my side of it. The books are already balanced for yesterday. This $5 bill will throw them off. They'll be off for a month, for the semi-annual audit, for the yearly balance sheet. The auditors will be here at the end of the year, and here I am, unbalanced. (laughs) They'll find out in a minute. You can't put anything over on those fellows. What'll I tell them? You can't leave that $5 here. You can't. Oh,
9: okay, okay. If you feel that way about it, I'll keep the $5. Oh, thank
6: you, Mr. Nelson.
9: (laughs) Not at all.
6: If there's ever anything I can do for you in return... No, that, that's, that's all right. Just, just forget it. Oh, here. Here's a calendar. And a courtesy card entitling you to an hour's free parking. <laughs> oh, thank you. Mr. Nelson, it's been a pleasure to meet a man as understanding and accommodating as you.
9: Oh, well, that, that's perfectly all right. I, I can and I,
6: uh, I hope you won't take it personally if I make a suggestion. Yeah, what's that? Either count your change before you leave the counter or don't count it at all.
9: (laughs) So I took the $5 and came home.
7: That's the silliest thing I ever heard of.
9: I argued with the man. I pleaded with him. After all, you can't force a man to accept money if he doesn't want to take it. He said it would mix up their accounting system. I even laid it on his desk, and he threw it right back at me. Oh, here. Here's a a calendar he gave me.
7: But why didn't you give the $5 to the girl who made the mistake originally?
9: Oh, oh, didn't I tell you? She doesn't work there anymore. This is kind of a cute calendar at that. Isn't it a shame? This November isn't bad. (laughs) Imagine skiing in a costume like that.
7: Firing a girl just because she gave you the wrong change
9: Oh, say, that never occurred to me You think she was fired?
7: She was there yesterday And she gave you $5 too much change And she's not working there today
9: Oh, gee Poor girl Well, Harriet, it isn't my fault
7: Oh, I know it It's just a shame, that's all Hi, Pop Hi, Mom Hello, boys Oh, hello, boys Something wrong, Pop?
9: No, no Nothing really, David
7: Well, some girl in a department store made a mistake and gave your father too much change and she got fired for it. Golly. Golly. Poor girl.
8: Poor girl. Poor girl.
7: Well, it wasn't my fault.
8: (laughs) Well, of course not, dear. How could you help it? Sure, how could you help it? Why didn't you count your change?
9: (laughs) I was in a hurry.
7: The girl probably had to make up the $5 and lost her job besides. Well, Thornberry was
8: telling me about a girl who lost her job last week and tried to jump in the river.
9: David, this just happened yesterday.
8: (laughs) What's everybody making such
9: a big thing about this? It wasn't my fault, and I went back to the store and tried to straighten it out. Now, let's all forget about it.
8: Can we go out, Pop?
9: Certainly. Go ahead.
8: Hey, David? Yeah? Let's go down the river and watch. (laughs)
3: and Harriet will be back in just a moment. If you're one of those women who still think of soup as primarily a dish for women and children, you should see how many men order soup when they lunch out. Of course, some soups are more the He-Man type than others. Take, for instance, Heinz Beef Noodle Soup. Every bowl is packed with the rich nourishment of tender beef and mouth-watering egg noodles. Pour Heinz Beef Noodle Soup piping hot into a thermos if your husband carries his lunch, or give him Heinz Beef Soup with Vegetables. You'll find that the youngsters, too, really go for these two hearty Heinz soups. So serve them often for the one hot dish everybody needs at every meal. At today's low prices, time-saving Heinz condensed soups are greater buys than ever. Look over the complete Heinz soup line at your grocers. They're wonderful three ways, as soups, as sauces, as cooking ingredients. And you know they're good, because they're Heinz. And now let's see what's going on with Ozzie and Harriet. As we rejoin them, Ozzy's out in the backyard staring into space when along comes neighbor Thornberry.
9: Hi, Oz. Oh, hello, Thorny. What are you so worried about? You look as if you'd lost your last friend. Uh, honestly, Thorny, I can get in... No, you wouldn't be interested. Oh, come on, Oz, cut it out. You know I'm always interested in anything. It all started when I went down to the Emporium to buy a couple of shirts... There's a sales girl who waited hey, on just me. Just a minute, Oz. Maybe it's best that you don't tell me. Well, you asked me to tell you, so now you're going to hear it whether you like it or not.
10: Okay, Oz, go ahead. You were saying this uh, beautiful sales girl waited on you. Yes,
9: this beautiful sa- Now, wait a minute. I didn't say that. <laughs> anyway, I, I bought a white shirt, and this girl gave me $5 too much change. I don't know why I didn't catch the mistake at the time, I I understand,
10: Oz. You don't have to explain.
9: Understand what?
10: Fight it, Oz, old boy. (laughs) Fight what? This mad infatuation. Uh, Look, (laughs) Tharny.
9: all I did was go in and buy a white shirt. It's very
10: obvious. You don't have to explain to me. There's a bit of the mad beast in every man, but you've just got to fight it. (laughs) Oh, for goodness (laughs) sake. Did you read this month's Cosmopolitan? No, no, I didn't. Well, maybe it was last month. Anyway, there was a story there, and the parallel is amazing. Look, Thorny. Fight it, Oz. I don't want to fight it. The whole thing is ridiculous. Did Harriet suggest that you find out the girl's name and give back the
9: $5? No, she didn't. There you are. Where am I?
10: <laughs> <laughs> well, she understands. She sees the danger. Oz, we've got to face it. Ever since the beginning of time, women have had intuition about these things. Now, you take this story I was reading in the American Weekly. No, no, no.
9: It was Cosmopolitan. No, this was a different one. <laughs> it seems there was this no, no, girl no, wait a and minute. this man. Now, no, a- a- wait a minute, will you please? Before you change the subject, you, you really think that, that Harriet might, might be a little. Uh, I mean, you really think so? Well, if she
10: didn't, wouldn't she be the first to suggest that you find out where this girl lives and take the money over to her? Well, she'd come right out and say. Ozzie? Uh, yes.
7: Oh, hello, Thorny. Ozzie, you know, I've just been thinking this thing over. Why don't you find out where this girl lives and take the money over to her?
9: Well, that's a wonderful idea, Harriet. Only thing is, you just set women's intuition back 2,000 years. I can't understand it. Well, don't look so disappointed, Thorny. Fight it, old boy. Fight it. Pardon me.
5: Oh, what can I do for you, sir?
9: Well, there was a girl working here yesterday named Ingrid Mahoney. Yes? Well, uh, could you give me her name and address? Her name and address? (laughs) Oh, I mean, I have her name, but I I want her address.
5: Say, weren't you the same fellow who was here this morning asking about Ingrid? Oh,
9: uh, yes, I am. Well, it
5: may interest you to know she's going steady. Well, I I don't
9: care about that. Gee, a regular caveman. No, all I want is Ingrid Mahoney's address. Why is it as soon as a
5: girl goes steady, all the fellas get interested in her?
9: Well, I, I, I don't know, but, but that isn't what I have in mind.
5: You can find lots of girls who aren't going steady. I'm not going steady.
9: I, I, I'm afraid you, you misunderstand. You see, I'm already married.
5: Oh, do you by chance ever read Cosmopolitan magazine? Uh, I,
9: I, I, yes, I, no, I mean, I'm familiar with the story you're talking about, but, but really, I'm here on strictly a business matter.
5: Oh, darn, why is it? Every wolf I meet turns out to be a cocker spaniel. Uh,
9: would you please listen to me for a moment? I bought a shirt here yesterday, $5 too much change.
5: Oh, Well, the adjustment department I've already
9: been upstairs to the adjustment department. All I want now is to find out where this girl lives so I can give her back the $5. It's as simple as all that. Oh, yes, I see. Good. But if I were
5: you, sir, I'd stick to the caveman line. It works much better with us girls.
1: (laughs) See, that's a good
9: idea. Now, listen, babe. (laughs) You got Ingrid Mahoney's address?
5: Oh, yes, sir. Give it to me. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, sir. 25 Chestnut Street.
9: Thanks. So long, Tuts.
11: You're so big and strong That's why I love you, Hyman
10: Say you love me again, Ingrid
11: I love you, Hyman
10: Say it again
11: I love you, Hyman
10: Say it again
11: I love you, Hyman
10: I don't believe it
11: Hyman, believe me, I do. Look, if I
10: ever catch any other guy looking at you, I will tear him in half like this. Up.
11: Hyman, not another telephone bird. <laughs>
10: you see, I love you more than anything. Honest, I do.
11: Well, I'm very flattered to be sure, but I wish you would control your jealousy, Hyman. It's getting to be very embarrassing.
10: I can't help being jealous of you. You know that, Ingrid. If only I could submerge my physical side. It's no use. When I see another man interested in you, I just
11: go. Hyman, please, not the classified! <laughs> oh, Hyman. Who could that be? Quite sure I don't know. Come in, the door is open.
9: Uh, I beg your pardon. Is Miss Ingrid Mahone... Oh, 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 there you are. Ingrid, what is the meaning of this?
11: Honest, Hyman, I've never seen him before.
9: Oh, yes, don't you remember me from the story yesterday? The 33-sleeve, the 16-neck? Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs>
11: Down, Hyman. <laughs> This man is a stranger
9: Well, well uh, yes, in a way But don't you remember At the store yesterday I gave you a five uh, And you evidently gave me Change for a ten Weren't you five dollars Short in your accounts? I was no such a thing uh, Are you sure? Well, naturally
11: I'm sure And now if you don't mind You have made Hyman cry
9: Now, now, now Please believe me, Heumann, uh, uh, Herman Herman <laughs> I tell you, she was just another girl to me. (laughs) She was? Oh, of course. It's just that to you she seems so irresistible. You sure? Oh, of course. To to other men she's just an ordinary girl like thousands of... Miss Mahoney! Ingrid! Miss Mahoney! Ow! Please! (laughs) Yeah.
11: Well, what happened?
9: Well, I couldn't force the $5 on her. She says she doesn't remember me and she doesn't know anything about any shortage. Well,
7: that's funny. How could $5 mysteriously pop into your wallet? Ozzie, what's that under your arm?
9: It's a box of candy for you.
7: Oh, thank you, dear.
9: Yeah, I had to chase all over town to find one that cost exactly $5. I figured it's $5 found money, and I might as well blow it in on my best girlfriend.
7: What a lovely thought there. Oh, soft centers. Isn't that lucky? Your favorite kind.
9: <laughs> oh, uh, oh. They're good, too.
7: Oh, yes. Ricky told me to remind you that his club is meeting here today. Are you a member or something?
9: Oh, no, no. You know how kids are. If it's important to him, he thinks it's important to everybody. Hmm. I think I'll try one of those long ones now.
8: Oh, there you are, Pa.
9: Oh, hello, Rick. Here, have some candy.
8: Gee, thanks, Pa.
9: Boy, these candies are good. Oh, what is it, son?
8: Do you have your wallet in your pocket?
9: Oh, yes, I do, why?
8: Remember I told you I was the club treasurer?
9: Yeah, what about it?
8: We have $5 in the treasury, and I put it in your wallet so I wouldn't lose it. Can I have it back now?
1: You better go
7: up and filibuster your club for a while. Your dad's trying to cough up $5.
3: (laughs) Ozzie and Harriet will be back in just a moment. Now that the days are longer and the outdoors beckons with all its fresh green beauty... You homemakers hate to feel kitchen-bound. So how about planning oven meals that cook while you're away? Fix a casserole dish with luscious Heinz cream of mushroom soup as the base. Heinz cream of mushroom works wonders for leftover salmon or tuna fish. Blends perfectly with peas or eggs. And don't forget what a smooth, tempting pour-on sauce it makes for hamburger or meatloaf. Of course, quick-to-fix Heinz cream of mushroom is a mighty savory soup, too, with a party look and taste. Serve it for lunch with a fruit salad, corn sticks and a light dessert. Get a few cans tomorrow. In fact, look over the complete line of Heinz condensed soups. And today's low prices, they're great eating for surprisingly little money. And you know they're good because they're Heinz. <laughs>
9: Well, Rick, we sure got that $5 just in time, didn't we?
8: We sure did. The fellows were getting tired listening to me stalling them off.
9: Well, you see, that shows you what resourcefulness can do. I don't like to brag, but when your old dad's up against it, you can usually depend upon him to figure out some way. Hey, What's that?
8: Oh, it's only David. I guess he just found out what happened to his piggy bank.
9: This to another just time of Ozzie and Harriet, presented
3: by the H.J. Heinz Company and starring Ozzie Nelson and Harriet Hilliard.
7: And remember, Heinz soups are condensed. You get twice as much soup by adding an equal part of milk or water. That suits
8: me fine. Me too. I like a lot, boy.
3: Appearing in support of Ozzie and Harriet were their two sons, David and Ricky Nelson, John Brown, Sarah Burner, Sheldon Leonard, Paula Winslow,
9: Frank Nelson, and yours truly, Vern Smith. Original music was composed and conducted by Billy May. So long, folks. This is Ozzy saying goodnight for the four Nelsons and the 57 varieties.
3: Celebrate National Baby Week by serving your youngster the quality foods he deserves, Heinz Baby Foods, backed by an 83-year quality reputation. At your grocer's, you'll find over 50 kinds of better-tasting Heinz Baby Foods, pre-cooked cereals, strained and junior foods, They're recommended by doctors everywhere.
4: And that's The Adventures of Ozzie and Harriet, starring Ozzie and Harriet Nelson, from April 25, 1952. Also heard in the cast, David Nelson, Ricky Nelson, John Brown, Paula Winslow, and Frank Nelson. Sponsored by Heinz, as heard on ABC. Next time on the Film Detective Podcast, Les Damon stars as Michael Waring, Private Eye, Also known as the Falcon from 1950, so don't miss it. To learn more about this series, visit thefilmdetective.com. See you next time.
6: Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands.